Welcome back on WTMJ. I'm Tracy Johnson. This afternoon until three o'clock, we're trying to figure out how to position this. So I, I, I am uh, a, a, the live voice on WTMJ. I am not the replacement for Jeff Wagner. I have received a couple of texts around that, but um, I'm doing this. This is really fun for me, and I'm so grateful uh, to the station to, to be able to share some some voice and and share your voice uh, as you call in. And again, Old National Bank talking text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. But right now, uh, we have on the phone with us uh, Mr. David Clark. He is uh, professor emeritus of economics for Marquette University, and he does an, a lot of work with the Wisconsin Realtors Association, which is how I know him. And he is the, the the man who crunches the numbers about what's happening with real estate inventory, pricing, volumes, all of that. David, welcome to the show. Well, it's my pleasure to be here. Great and happy new year. I should say we can, we can say that all the way through, through February. So I want to dive, I want to dive right in, uh, to talk about some of the data that was released. And the latest data we have is November, correct? Uh, that's correct. So, so what we saw is that listings were up towards the end of 2023 year over year, but home sales were down. Can you talk about why that is? Sure. Uh, so, you know, we've had a consistent mismatch between the supply side and the demand side since uh, really the second half of 2017. Um, uh, and so we've been in a seller's market uh, ever since that point in time. But So think of a balanced market as one where you have about six months of available supply. Um, and so anything below six months, we think of that as a seller's market. And, and we only had three months of supply in November. Um, and, and so what, what's been happening is these supply restrictions have kept us from keeping up for, uh, with sales a year earlier. Um, and it's, it's pushed up our median uh, prices uh, over the last 12 months while keeping our sales down. So remind us what that medium price is for a home. It, it, it's gone up significantly in the last couple of months, has it not? It, it has. And, it's, uh, and again, it's been going up uh, pretty consistently for the last several years. So the, the median price, think of, of taking every sale that took place in a given month and ordering those sales from the cheapest to the most expensive. And so if you go right to the middle of that um, that that listing uh, or that that uh, um, set of sales, um, you'll get at the 50th percentile. That's what the the median price is. You can think of it as something something similar to an average. But one of the advantages of using the median as opposed to the average is the average can be influenced uh, pretty significantly by outliers. So, you know, our, our typical home in November sold for about $280,000. 280000 Yeah. That's... Uh, $280,000, right. That's uh, significant. That's significant. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it was, it was up 7.7% from a year earlier. Uh, but, if, but if you were to sell, you know, a $5 million house in one year uh, and... and uh, uh, and you didn't sell uh, that, you know, a five million dollar house in the previous year. That can move the average up a lot, but it it causes the median just to to change a little bit. So 
So we use the median because it's less uh, influenced by by those outlier, those real expensive sales. Um, but it has been going up. Um, you know, in, in November, uh, it was up 7.7% compared to November of the previous year. And on a year-to-date basis, it was up 7.6%. So the first 11 months of 2023 compared to the first 11 months of 2022, again, 7.6%. That's indicative of a, uh, a strong seller's advantage. So I know that you're not a realtor yourself. You look at the data, but do you know or have a sense if people are still getting into these bidding wars and having to offer thirty to fifty to hundred thousand dollars over asking? Um, so certainly, uh, again, having having a real strong excess demand for for, for housing that is going to uh, lead to those bidding wars. Anecdotally, uh, they have things have moderated a little bit. But if we look at our, our average days on the market, those average days on the market this year, uh, November of this year compared to November of last year, are really uh, very similar. Uh, they're only down about 1.5%. About 66 average, uh, on average, 66 days on the market this year compared to 67 last year. So, uh, you know, uh, we, we, we've got an awful lot of millennials who uh, have been on the sidelines in terms of buying, you know, their first home for good reason. Uh, uh, but but now they are are moving in that direction relatively quickly, and that uh, continues to put rather significant pressure on uh, on the market. Um, so. Uh, uh, we've, we've, we've been in this situation for a while. It's a little bit better than it had been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mentioned we had, we had three months of available supply in November, but in November of 2022, we only had two and a half months of supply. And so, um, we're, we're starting to see some movement in terms of new listings. Uh, as you pointed out, new listings, uh, improved, uh, and actually they improved in October and in November. Um, Total listings are still down a little bit, but 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 mm-hmm. uh, they're down by smaller margins than we've seen in the past. So so um, uh, hopefully uh, we're, we're going to start start seeing. Uh, we'll, we'll see some some continued improvement in that. Well, well, and we're hearing that there might be a break with uh, you know borrowing rates, interest rates. So there might be some more uh, optimism from a home buyer standpoint or from a seller standpoint to give them the confidence that they'll be able to get top dollar. Do you have any advice for someone looking to sell a home or to buy a home during these cold winter months here in Wisconsin? Yeah, a couple, couple of things I would point out. Um, if you look at kind of the distribution of sales that take place over the course of a year, you know, we're in the, we're in the slow part of, this, of the uh, buying and selling season. And so uh, being persistent uh, and and continuing to look for, for homes, even when moving might be rather inconvenient uh, during the, the latter part of, of winter and the very early part of, part of spring, that persistence uh, can, uh, can certainly pay off. The other thing I would, would point out is um, get pre-approved uh, so that um, uh, you, you know what you can afford and don't overextend yourself. No, on, on, on the optimistic front, at least uh, if we're going to be cautiously optimistic, 
um, we are starting to see some some improvement in, in mortgage rates. You know, the 30-year fixed rate mortgage peaked at the end of October at, at uh, just under 7.8%. Um, uh, if we look at where it was, the 30-year fixed rate mortgage was today, it's 6.62%. That's down over a percentage point. And so, so uh, that will that will certainly help buyers, but it also will help on the on the supply side. And the reason it helps on the supply side is an awful lot of people, um, especially uh, baby boomers, who may be in a situation where it would be ideal to to right size, maybe buy a smaller home, mm-hmm. maybe move from a owner occupied uh, detached single family home to a to a condo. Yep. Um, an awful lot of them. Uh, have have locked in at very favorable uh, mortgage rates, and they're they're pretty reluctant to to switch to um, uh, you know get a new mortgage at at you know seven seven and a half percent. We'll start seeing uh, more of those those types of uh, of adjustments uh, taking place uh, now that mortgage rates are starting to fall, and yeah. so on a short term basis. Lower mortgage rates is a is a bonus. On a longer term basis, an awful lot of the owner occupied home its homes are are held by um, by baby boomers and uh, uh, older Gen Xers, and um, and and they are are uh, mm-hmm. uh, much more likely to make those those types of adjustments. Baby boomers mm-hmm. certainly because. Those baby boomers are in their upper seventies, and so they'll they'll be influenced by health and family related transitions. Yes, thank you. Uh, and so, so the supply side ought to be yep. improving. Yeah, David Clark, uh, professor of economics for Marquette University. Also, uh, you do a lot of the work for WRA that helps us crunch the numbers, understand where we are in the market. Thank you so much for your time, your insights, and your expertise uh, right here on WTMJ. We appreciate you, and I, I have. I hold the same optimism for a future because home buying and home ownership is is so, so important for our economy, uh, the construction of homes. All of this is important for our for our communities. And so, again, it, it is. Yeah, it is. And it's a great way to, to accumulate wealth. So so getting getting those opportunities uh, expanding for for uh, millennial buyers, is, I think, a, a great thing to, to be able to do. Thank you, David. It's 1256 on WTMJ. I'm Tracy Johnson.